most physicians, I would say 85, 90% of physicians uh, that I see, this is the best approach. Maximize your RSP, maximize your TFSA, anything that's left over, keep it in your corporation. Welcome to the Financial Checkup, a podcast series devoted to improving the financial health and retirement readiness of physicians and their spouses. This series is brought to you by the award-winning Advantages Retirement Plan from OMA Insurance. I'm Jonathan Weistub. And I'm Alex Mazur. We're the co-founders of Commonwealth, a mission-driven business that works with associations, unions, and employers to provide collective retirement plans, including the Advantages Retirement Plan for Ontario Physicians. My name is Dr. Paul Healy, and I'm an emergency physician, co-founder of the Physician Financial Independence Online Community with my wife, Dr. Jane Healy. I'm also a member of the Investment Committee for the Advantages Retirement Plan. This series is for educational purposes and should not be considered investment, tax, financial, or other professional advice. I want to ask you about a question that I think comes up a lot in the physician community, which is using your corporation to invest versus using tax-advantaged vehicles like tax-free savings accounts and RRSPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of guidance would you offer people on that on that question? Yeah, so this is really common question. And the usual situation where this comes up, again, is someone who has started working, they've been working maybe two or three years now, and they have you know, paid off uh, some of their debt, and they now have some money that they want to invest. And so they're left with this problem of, well, okay, where do I invest this? Do I invest it in my corporation? Meaning, do I now take cash out of my corporate bank account and start a corporate investment account? Should I be paying myself extra money out of my corporation and putting it into my RRSP or putting it in my TFSA. So this is a a question where there's a little bit of, you know, paralysis, decision paralysis that people run into. So, you know, in general, generally speaking, um, the answer to this question is that you have to look at, you have to project out the numbers and and some very, um, uh, very clever people have done that. I would just give a a shout out to the, the Looney Doctor blog. Um, who uh, uh, blogs about this uh, extensively about, you know, where should you invest your money? Uh, and he has uh, calculators there that I think you should go and take a look at that are very helpful. But in general, generally speaking, for most physicians, um, the, the correct answer is that your uh, RSP is still your best tax-deferred savings vehicle. Um, when you put money in your RSP, you immediately uh, get a tax deduction on that money. So, for example, money that is transferred or paid out to you by your corporation, if you then take that lump sum of money and put it directly into your RSP, you don't have any taxes that are payable at that time to do that. And the RSP uh, grows without having to pay tax every year. So it is tax deferred. And if you are a long-term investor, uh, your money will grow uh, better and will grow larger in an RRSP uh, than it will in uh, your corporation. Now, in the short term, there's not a lot of difference. Really, in over a 10 or 15-year period, there's not a lot of difference between the two. But once you start to get out into 25 and 30 years, uh, the RRSP actually does better than the corporation. Um, So there are a number of papers that we link to quite frequently in our group um, that demonstrate this. So what I tell people is, you should be taking money out of your corporation to maximize your RSP uh, every year, even if it's at the highest marginal tax bracket. It still makes sense. These projections have been done, and it still makes sense to do that. So maximize your RSP. 
you should also be maximizing your TFSA because in the long term, that is actually uh, still a better tax deferral vehicle than, uh, than your corporation. And it also has a, a lot of really nice features as you get older. Um, the TFSA um, grows, again, uh, completely tax-free. You are using after-tax dollars to put it in the TFSA. So you've already paid tax on these dollars when you put them in. But going forward, they grow completely tax-free. And then when you're older, when you want to remove this money, um, you don't have to pay any tax on it. And it doesn't affect any of your other benefits that you may be getting. So that's a nice feature. So your RSP is better than your TFSA, and your TFSA is better than your corporation. So a lot of people will throw back in my face, oh, that can't make sense, that, that doesn't make any sense because I'm only paying you know, 16% tax on my corporate dollars you know, when I leave them in my corporation. Therefore, you know, that money is going to grow. How can, you, how can you possibly say this? And the thing you have to remember is that's only one part of it. Remember that investment income in your corporation is taxed differently and aggressively and is taxed every year for the most part. So you don't get that same growth because of the taxation in the corporation. It's just not as good a tax deferral vehicle as your RSP and your TFSA. And there's often a lot of confusion about this issue. So just like in medicine, when there's confusion about exactly what you should do, I think you should go and you should look at the underlying evidence. And that's why we point to these papers that have done very good, I think very well thought out and very detailed projections on these issues and give you that answer. I will do a caveat with that answer I've given is that there are some situations where this is not true. If you're someone who takes a very small income, who can live on you know, $60,000 a year um, from uh, as your salary, this may not work out quite as well. So again, there are a few caveats, but most physicians, I would say 85, 90% of physicians uh, that I see, this is the best approach. Maximize your RSP, maximize your TFSA, anything that's left over, keep it in your corporation. And we should link to a couple of those papers in the show notes. Um, but I would imagine a lot of physicians talk to their accountant about this issue. So if they're incorporated, they've likely gotten an accountant they rely on for advice. And what do you think the accounting community generally tells physicians about this question of TFSA versus RSP versus corporate savings? Yeah. First of all, I just want to say how much I love accountants. I think that they're your most important financial professional. Um, on this issue, um, I don't want to say that they're wrong. They're just using a different set of underlying assumptions. And I think they're not considering a couple of things. So a lot of accountants will say, no, no, you should leave your money in your corporation and you should not put it in your RSP or your TFSA. Like I pointed out, in the, sh in the short term, there isn't a lot of difference between these three vehicles. So if you're talking about a 5 or 10 or maybe even a 15-year time frame, um, there's not a, a big difference. And a lot of the accounts will say, will say that. But the thing is that when you start to look at it long term, which most accountants aren't, most accountants are looking at this on a year-to-year tax basis. And they're not really thinking about 15 or 20 or 25 years out. So that's why they say that. But I think for the most part, it's incorrect. If you are a long-term investor, which everyone should be, uh, then um, you really should be still doing RSP, doing TFSA, and leaving the remainder in your corporation. The other risk that I would point out uh, about leaving money in your corporation and not putting it in your RSP and your TFSA is the regulatory risk, which we have seen so much of lately. Um, you know, these corporations with money sitting in them are a nice juicy target for governments who are looking for tax revenue. 
because, you know, they can be portrayed as, you know, tax cheats and, and uh, it is a small group of wealthy people who sort of maybe politically won't have the will to, to fight back. So, you know, as we saw a, a few years ago, uh, governments were quite willing to change rules on corporations uh, and tax them quite heavily. Uh, and people who had done that, who had only kept money in their corporation, I think regretted it a little bit. Whereas the RSP, I think the regulatory risk doesn't exist there because an RSP is something that, you know, tens of millions of Canadians have. And if you're going to start changing rules on RSPs, you have tens of millions of angry voters. Uh, so I think that governments are just less likely to to fiddle with RSPs. So get your money into them early and uh, I think that uh, it, it is still a, a worthy place to put it. I still think your corporation is still great. It is still that excellent third option, that third tax deferral vehicle that you have. Uh, but I think for most physicians, the simple answer is RSP is greater than TFSA, is greater than your corporation. For you know the, the projections, the numbers bear that out. And I think as far as your regulatory risk, um, that also is a, is a good approach. So if the rule of thumb for most people is kind of max out RSP and TFSA first and then maybe put additional savings in the corporation, how many physicians, physicians do you think would actually need to make use of that corporation in order to be retirement ready or achieve their financial goals? And, and how many would would it be sufficient to kind of max out their TFSA and RSP? It, it's a good question. You know, I'd like to know sort of the numbers on this. You know, I have my own sort of, you know, personal anecdotal experience, but I, I don't know that that I'm correct. Uh, on on you know how many people invest in the corporation, um, I think that you can still do quite well with your RSP and your TFSA, uh, and you can still have um, you know a, a retirement. Lots of people do it. Um, I still think it's possible. I still think the corporation is, like I said, a nice third option um, for a, a lot of physicians. But I would suspect that most physicians in Canada, uh, the majority of physicians don't have a corporation. Most will be using their RSP and their TFSA to retire. Yeah, I guess it depends a little bit on when you start, because if you think about RSP plus TFSA, if you're taking enough salary, you've got, as an individual, a little bit north of $33,000 of contribution room if you're taking the maximum amount. And if you're a family physician, you start early enough, you know, that may be enough for you to maintain your standard of living. If you are waiting until your mid-40s to start saving, you may need to save, you know, more mm-hmm. at that point. And it's also income dependent. You know, higher income physicians will likely need the corporation um, and they'll need that earlier. If you have a, a, a lower income, then you may not need a, a corporation at all. And that's a whole other question, but when do I need to incorporate? Thanks for listening to The Financial Checkup. If you're a Canadian physician, join the Physician Financial Independence Group on Facebook to learn more about saving and investing. For physicians in Ontario, check out the Advantages Retirement Plan at omainsurance.com retire. The Financial Checkup series is produced in collaboration with OMA Insurance and Commonwealth, the administration and technology partner for the Advantages Retirement Plan.